welcome back to the Make Account Podcast, a small business accounting and personal finance podcast based on the idea that when you count for your money, you can make a whole lot of other things count too. I'm Tyler Warner with host Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System, designed to take people out of chaos in their accounting and find total control. Episode number three, yep. today we're talking about how to avoid last minute tax stress. Something I'm personally not too familiar with. Uh, <laughs> Given that it's April <laughs> 8th, and I don't think we have your information yet, but... No, but... That's another it, pod. That's yeah, another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> let's not get too personal. <laughs> right. um, no, so obviously something I can relate to. I think a lot, yeah. of, uh, a lot of people out there will be able to relate to. Um, let's dive right in. Yep. What are... What is the causes of this kind of anxiety? Last minute tax stress, you know? Yeah, I think you have a few things going on. You have uh, disorganization in terms of getting your, your you know, people say, I, I'm doing my taxes this weekend, right? I've heard that phrase forever. And what that, what they're saying is, especially if they're a business owner, you know, I'm doing my accounting, I'm doing my, uh, getting my transaction entered. So you have a, you have a disorganization and you have a procrastination really on a lot of people because of the unknown and the fear, it's like, man, I really don't know if I owe any money this year, but if I don't do my taxes yet, I surely don't know, right? And so I think that's just the biggest things are people are, they're not working with somebody throughout the year that can answer a lot of those questions and or take those tasks off their plate. So the disorganization concept I brought up earlier is because, well, people haven't been doing their accounting potentially. And we're talking about small business owners, um, but that can be that can be rectified if you're working with somebody throughout the year or you have somebody at your side kind of helping you, coaching you along. So disorganization and just the procrastination because of the unknown generally leads to even more procrastination and putting it off and just doesn't lead to the best outcome in terms of your tax situation, which we believe is, and I don't know we're probably going to get into this, working with somebody throughout the year Um in terms of your taxes and accounting to make sure you understand what's going on can plan appropriately. Yeah. It's like not want to go to the doctor when you're right. not, when you know you're sick, just like you're afraid of more bad news. Right. You know? It's the same idea. Yeah. That's why people put off the dentist. I mean, you just, yeah. you know, I don't want to you know, throw a dentist under the bus there, but I think everybody <laughs> knows that. Right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a phrase that I, that I mentioned earlier that I found very helpful. And I, I think it's from John Maxwell, but I might be wrong. Right. Um, but it's this idea that there's problems we can solve and there's tensions we manage. And as I was thinking about, you know, tax stress, I thought it might be helpful for you to kind of break them down into those two categories. Right. Like what are some clear problems that could be eliminated? But then what are some things that are just tensions that have to be managed? Yeah, so the couple problems that come to mind, and we've been talking about this here internally, is a lot of people view their tax return or their tax situation. I'm talking about individuals specifically. A lot of people view that as a year-end thing, as a, like I mentioned earlier, I'm doing my taxes this weekend, I'm getting my documents together. And really, you can be a lot more organized if you're working with a firm that allows you to be. And so what I mean by that is, we're, we, we use a project management software heavily. You've worked in it, teamwork. And the reason we do that and the reason we're going to start even becoming bigger proponents of teamwork, especially in the client experience, is we're going to tell our clients, 
periodically throughout the year with newsletters and other communication. Hey, you had a life event? Did you get a document? Did you sell a house, buy a rental property? All of these things that don't just happen at tax time, upload those documents to us now. So to try to create a situation where the obviously nobody's, you know, chomping at the bit to do their taxes, but to make that process a lot more seamless when it comes to year end, because there are things that happen throughout the year that you forget about. I know what I do on my own personal tax return. I have, you know, in our client folder, I'm a client in there. I have reminders and I'll drop documents, but it's the same concept. So we're going to offer that to clients. And, and really, if you're, you know, whoever you're working with, that should be something that would help you giving documents throughout year end, communication throughout, just, hey, these life events are happening and you capture them when they're happening. So I guess that's my main point is capture things as they happen and work with your advisor throughout the year. Gotcha. And so the advantage of that is so that at the year end, everybody's informed right. and there's no, there's no surprises. And probably, I would have guessed too, you've thought about it, right? If yeah. You're, you know. I, look, I, I can't even make this point more. Like if you, if you have any sort of complexity in your tax situation, you should be working with a CPA or an advisor, enrolled agent, you know, name your professional tax advisor. And it just, it, the relationship is so much better if not only are you working with somebody like that, but you're working with them throughout the year. So I know what we did was we encouraged clients this year when we went, went to more of a package base scenario in terms of how to do your taxes, gave the clients options. And, and two of the three options include meetings, whether they be mid-year or end of year, and the point of those meetings are we don't know what's happening in your life from a financial standpoint unless you tell us. And the meetings just become a place where things really organically bubble up. And I tell this to my clients all the time. The best, the best engagement you could have is where you're talking to your advisor because things come up and they wouldn't otherwise come up in, in conversation. I think the problem is lots of advisors don't give you those opportunities because they don't think you want them or are willing to pay for them in terms of a transparent pricing. So I know that's what we did. We said, okay, we're going to fix the fee on your tax return. We're going to add in these services to encourage you to take us up on them because we know that you will get a better tax outcome and a better engagement if we're talking. Gotcha. So what specifically are you guys talking about? Yeah, I mean, for us, you know, it's funny, about a couple years ago, I kind of had this, I don't know, crusade. I was like, I sent out a newsletter to my clients, and I said, these are the reasons we need to meet. And I had my wife, who does a lot of our marketing and graphics and that sort of stuff. I had her make an infographic, and it was an infographic that basically had like 30 questions. And I just said, these are the kinds of things. Let's just throw them out. Do you have a health savings account? Are you contributing to it? Your kids go to college, and did you want to buy them a condo when they go to college instead of renting a place? Did you inherit money? Did you um, have a medical event? Did you have a new child? Did you start a new business, buy a rental property? I mean, just a myriad of things, all meant to get the discussion going. Because to your point, when we have those meetings, I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I do know, given my experience and our team's experience here, that we can engage in such a way that when we talk to you, we can dive deep and get some answers. But it really is just... It's really a kind of a free-flowing discussion of tell us what's going on in your life, and that leads to planning opportunities and discussions. So I think the point is, while I can't say in this you know, podcast exactly what I'm going to talk about with certain clients, certain clients I have an idea, but other new clients, it's like, no, let's just talk. Let's, let's figure out what your goals are. 
Um, and then I think organically things come to the forefront. Gotcha. What are some things that aren't going away that could be managed better so that it doesn't feel like it's just a cram session? Right. Yeah, I think there's never going to be a situation where you don't have to file a tax return, right? Or you're not, or you don't have to do your accounting. So let's talk about a small business owner and, and, and particularly maybe a kind of a sole owner type of business. You know, the need to reconcile your transactions, get an, you know, do a set of books per se, um, is never going to, is never going away. And so what we just want people to do is do it better. That's why you and I, we talk all the time about zero and other cloud-based solutions. We just want people to do them, to do it better and to do, and to make it easier. You know, that's one of the things we talk about when built the total control accounting system was this consistency concept and cloud accounting has made it really consistent. Now it's still, there is a part in there that the user has to do it, but most of the tools have really sped that up, made it more efficient. So I really just recommend get your accounting done throughout the year, get it in a cloud-based system that's easy to use and you can set up rules and make it really efficient. And that's that for me is one of the biggest tensions to manage. It's just getting the accounting done. You know, again, I'm talking about a small business so that you can be prepared to make decisions, to do tax planning, um, just a myriad of things. The tax return really is at the end of all of this. You know, a lot of people treat the tax return as like the beginning of the engagement, but the tax return really should be the last thing. It should be kind of the, you're wrapping a bow on things, putting a bow on the year. You've already planned for things. You've made decisions. Hopefully you've paid in your taxes because somebody's planning with you and telling you what to set aside. So do the accounting so that it leads to the other things. Yeah. Let's follow that trail of, of what to set aside. You mentioned earlier, like one of the biggest triggers for anxiety is this not knowing what I'm going to owe. Right? right. You know, and I know that's, that's being on the other side of that. It's like, can be really daunting. Um, yeah. If you, if you kind of feel clueless, what are some ways that you can sort of not have that um, question mark, you know, but sort of know what you're getting into? I think you have to work with somebody throughout the year. I mean, as simple as that. If you have, if you have a business where income varies or you have the type of tax situation where you don't pay taxes uh, involuntarily, i.e. through withholding, you have that type of engagement. You have to be working with somebody Whatever shape, form, or fashion that is, meaning they're doing the accounting and and giving you a, an estimate, or you're doing it, they're kind of checking it, giving you something in terms of a tax, uh, quarterly tax estimate. You have to work with somebody that can project it out for you. Or, or to your point, you're left kind of with this feeling of, I'm not sure what I owe. Um, and then when you're not sure what you owe, then you're not sure what you can spend on other things. Yeah. So if you know you got 30 grand to pay or you don't know you have 30 grand to pay, then in your mind, you, I mean, it depends how you think about this. You could either spend that money or you could hold on to that money when you could have otherwise spent it. You yeah. know, it just depends. Yeah. You I've need to know. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, beginning of my sort of business career, I do remember, you know, it was like, whoa, I got a big tax bill that I wasn't prepared for. Um, and then I feel like recently we've done the opposite. We're trying to get out of where it's like we're saving. Right. Um, to that end, what would it require for a CPA? You know, you mentioned kind of working throughout the year. I mean, is that a realistic expect expectation to say, hey, here's about how much you're going to pay. You could pay that quarterly right. um, to get a solid estimate. Yeah, you can do it. I mean, with taxes, you can do it a lot of ways, right? So. You can, you can estimate your taxes using what they call the IRS's safe harbor method. 
where you essentially you say, I'm just going to pay in 110% of last year's tax. And while I won't owe any penalties, obviously I still could owe money if I've had a much bigger year than 110% of last year, or I'd have a big refund if I income drop. So what I would say is, yeah, you can you can use kind of that's a simplistic way. Um, but the best way is just having somebody look at it with you. You know, you could you could start at the beginning of the year, and I will say all of this, just kind of the, to to caveat the discussion. It's still an estimate. Till the till the tax year is done, it's still an estimate. But you're working with somebody throughout the year. That estimate gets better, obviously, as they have more data, and the year progresses. So you could start at the beginning of the year, and they tell you, okay, we made a hundred grand in the first quarter. Let's just say net. Okay, so what's the best guess what you made, what you might make for the whole year? Four hundred thousand. It's kind of logical. That's annualized. But let's just say you're a seasonal business. You know, so you need somebody that work with you and say, okay, yeah, while you might have made a hundred because maybe your business is really heavy in the late winter and spring, you really don't do a lot in the summer. So you need to be working with somebody that understands that, right? Um, otherwise, it's just, it really is just an estimate. Gotcha. All right. So how where how can we bridge the gap? You know, yeah. like if you're sitting here thinking, yeah, I am. I am stressed out about the the looming tax deadline and all this sounds great. I mean, where do you start? Good question. Um, where do you start? So I would say you need to work. If you're not, let's back up. Let's say you're, you're stressed because maybe you do the tax turn yourself. Maybe is that kind of what you're thinking or, or you just don't have a great relationship. You don't work with somebody. I would say, okay, if you're doing your tax return yourself and you have any level of complexity, don't do that. <laughs> like, gotcha. I mean, so I know that. So you're talking about like the DIYs, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just we see it, and look, this is like this is my business, obviously. So you would think I would say that, but there's lots of people where I do say you don't need to pay us this amount of money to do your tax return. You can do it on your own. You have a W two. Now you might miss out on some planning opportunities. Even the simplest tax return has planning opportunities. But suffice to say, maybe they just don't value in terms of what we're providing in the fee. I'll tell people that, but any what, are com- the, what are they risking? Savings on taxes, or are they risking? I think they're compliance risk- errors. What's that? Just like penalties of compliance errors. Yeah, or- I think what they're risking is the opportunity to do it better. And if anything comes up in an, in a very simple tax return that is other than very simple, it can really throw you. You know, I have just this year with the with the COVID relief. Um, if you're self employed and you got COVID, I mean that that could be a windfall to you in terms of a tax credit. You don't know that how that operates. You know you could really get tripped up. So that's just one little simple example. <coughs> I think I might be <laughs> coming down with it. You do look yeah. a little. Your cheeks are a little yeah. red. Um, no, I think. So my point is, yes, we tell some people you can do your own tax return, but the, it, as it, increasingly it's not the norm. Any level of complexity, I would say, work with somebody. Okay, so to your point, what can I do? Work with somebody. Don't do your tax return on your own if it's got any level of complexity. And then what I would say is get with somebody who can give you some semblance of an estimate of what it's going to cost. Because one thing we have not talked about, and I, and I have this concept that I've been thinking about in terms of how people work with their accountants, which nobody else thinks about, but these are the kind of things I think oh, about. Yeah. yeah, this is the kind of things I think about at night. It's this communication gap. So what I've noticed is lots of people, and I'll tell you, I, this is the call I get when people are looking to change their accountant. They never call me. I never hear from them. They don't give any good ideas. I say, okay, did you, and I I will say this. Well, did you tell them you wanted those ideas? Did you tell them you were willing to pay for those things? And it's so, and and always the answer is no. 
And so what my point is, there's this gap of you as the taxpayer want these in the client, want these services to help do better. And the other side is going, the other side being the accounting firm going, I'm not sure you want those. And we bill by the hour. So we don't want to spend time on things we don't think you're going to pay for. So there's this gap of communication that we haven't, we as the accountants haven't opened the door to you through communication to give you the services you want, you're willing to pay for. And now they're fixed in terms of a transparent pricing. So that's why we did our fixed fees. We said, we don't want to not offer somebody the chance to meet with us in the summer. And we offered a mid-year and a year-end meeting because we think it's best for you. But we didn't want that to go by the wayside in terms of people just assuming that that's available or assuming they know what it costs or worse, thinking it's too expensive and not taking us up on it when they really could benefit from it. So being kind of long-winded here, but don't do it yourself. Get with somebody that can reasonably estimate what it's going to cost and give you choices. And then from there, your engagement will be way better. Sounds good. That's the next place to start then, huh? Call a CPA. <laughs> Go to the yeah. dentist. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, look, I, and I will tell you, you know, CPAs are busier than ever with everything they've had to do from PPP loans and COVID and all that. So it's, I, you know, I hear people say, I've tried to get in, I'll go on, you know, I'll Google CPA firms and I can't even get one to answer the phone. You know, we're talking, what are we, April 8th? Today's April 8th? I think it's April 8th. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard, but I would say, you know, try to get with somebody if you haven't already done your taxes. And I think a lot of what you and I are talking about is kind of prospectively, call somebody in the summer. You know, say, like, if you called us, I would say, yeah, come in for a, come in for a meeting in the summer. We have a fixed price for that. Kind of like a like a diagnostic test. You know, you've ever heard those, like, um, in the medical field or in the auto field, like, get your diagnostic. I mean, that's what right. it is. Come in, let's look, let's open the hood. Let's look at your tax return, see what we can do better, give you a plan for going forward. Maybe we tell you a couple tips and we say, you know, here's how you can get organized and we'll see you in February. Yeah. Well, in summer, I think you nailed it. I mean... Tax, tax returns aren't going away. Right. Um, and obviously, if you're planning on running a business, you're going to have to you know, keep track of your actions, payroll, reconcile all that, and, yep. and stay compliant. So um, you got to floss, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you just you do, man. Or it becomes this thing that's so overwhelming that you never tackle, and then it compounds on itself. I think, too, to, you know, we've talked a lot about just kind of staying compliant, right, with the tax return. But I will say what's cool about once you've sort of aimed at, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of get my tax stuff prepared and organized, it really is sort of like you enter in, okay, now I'm no longer doing my accounting for compliance. I'm doing it because it, it helps my business too. Absolutely. Um, and that was something that I kind of learned along the way that, right. you know, really accounting did it because it was a necessary evil. Right. And then I was like, well, hey. I can It's actually a tool. Imagine <laughs> right, that. Right. Yeah, I think one, and I will say one thing we haven't talked about, so we've kind of given some parameters about where you might be on this journey of getting, of getting your taxes done better. But I would also say this. There's also kind of this other side of the equation, which is the people that want sophisticated tax schemes and tax planning and you know, my brother-in-law's CPA, that's always, it's always a brother-in-law. My brother-in-law's CPA said they do this. And I would say, and a lot of those clients are prospective clients. And this is not to beat up on anybody. This is, you're going to laugh when I say this. They don't even reconcile their bank account. And so to your point, I always tell people, and I've, and I've had to learn this. We start back. We say, okay, let's get your foundation set. 
do the accounting, let's reconcile the bank account, let's produce a set of financial statements. Let's start planning based on those financial statements and, and on ongoing meetings, and then we can get to the good stuff. But you have to have the foundation set. So I just want to make that point. I see a lot of people come in that direction too, where they've been doing online research and on TikTok, like greatest tax advice ever is on TikTok. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, we used to be Snapchat, but now it's, <laughs> right. now it's TikTok. Right. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to check us out for the next episode. We'll be on all the major platforms. You 